Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey traders, in today's episode, we are going to talk about the most painful part of trading, which is going through a drawdown. I'm going to explain exactly what a drawdown is and provide some tips on how you can get through it. But first and foremost, if you guys are new, my name is Akil Stokes. I'm a professional trader as well as a head trading coach over at tier1trading.com and of course, the host of the Trading Coach Podcast. Not only are we going to talk about drawdowns in today's episode, but we're going to talk about my opinion on the upcoming market crash and how you can set yourself up to deal with it along with what to do when you're struggling and I guess what not to do as well. So sit back and enjoy and of course if you like what you hear, share this on social media and let me know by leaving me a review and or a rating. You guys love me when I'm bad. I'll tell you what, without failure, whenever I share a post, whether it's a a YouTube video or in the case of this afternoon, a tweet that says, hey guys, I've been in a drawdown, trading is rough. Everybody comes out the woodworks and replies. I get the most hits and most likes on the video. It's like you're rooting for me to be bad. Just kidding, of course. I know the reason. The reason is because many of you guys can relate. See, here's the thing about trading, um, and this is a, a very shady industry because there are so many people, not as much as there used to be, um, but there's so many people out there trying to scam you, trying to get you to buy a, a magic system, trying to get you to join. What's the new thing now? The, the multi-level marketing deals and just consistently smacking you in the face with, here's my profits, here I, here's how good I am, buy my stuff, that you tend to feel alone on this island. It feels like everyone is doing good but you. And we can dig deeper into that. We won't because that's a, a rant for another time. But that's the, the day we live in now of social media, right? Social media is a place in general where we can create our perfect life, right? We can be, right? It is our avatar where we become whatever we want to be, right? We don't have to share anything that's bad. We can only share everything that's good, the perfect picture, the perfect date, the perfect scenario. The world only knows the best of us on social media. However, that's not the realistic world and that's definitely not the reality of trading. The reality of trading is that the market is a mean, vicious beast, right? You've heard the saying, the market has one job and one job only. It is to punish as many traders as possible. I'll say it again. The market has one job and one job only. It is to punish as many traders as possible. And one of the biggest punishments that you'll go through as a trader is a drawdown. Your drawdown is a period of time where you just can't get right. Or at least that's what it feels like. 
A drawdown is a period of time when you're losing money. It happens to every trader. It happens to every system. I know many of you believe that you're going to be a 100% winning trader. Reality check, it's not going to happen. I challenge you to backtest your best system, add your best filters. There will be losses. Why? Because the markets aren't rational, right? The markets don't do what they're supposed to do. Remember, the markets are nothing more than a visual representation of the traders in which are trading it, right? So in, in theory, they are a living, breathing organism just like us. They represent us. Now, obviously, you have your institutional traders and your banks that represent a much bigger bulk of the market, right? I can't move to market. Any other retail trader can't move to market. But in general, it is a visual representation of all of its participants and the actions in which they are taking. And humans aren't perfect. We have flaws. We have many flaws. One of our biggest flaws, and I guess it could be a gift as well, but one of our biggest flaws is emotion. We don't make rational decisions. Fear and greed. A good example is this. I was talking to a, 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 a was it my, I was talking to my sister the other day about investing, but I was also talking to someone else. I had a, a friend of mine, his buddy reached out to me who was new to investing. And the first thing I tell to a, a newer investor is that the markets aren't as complicated as people make them seem. People make the markets seem complicated because they want you to feel either they want to boost their ego and make them feel like they have a bigger worth on this world. I am I am the only one that can do it. And, and you are beneath me. You need my expertise to be profitable. Right. Or they want your money like, hey, you can't do it. So, you know, pay me money and I'll do it for you. But we were talking about the market crash and how that we are we are well overdue for a crash in the market. I've been calling for a crash for the last four years and we, we, we haven't had it. Um, my trading mentor, Jason Stapleton, he's a great podcast called the Jason Stapleton program where he talks a lot about politics and economics and and. He consistently states that the market is in this this um, this phase where it's like we're addicted to a drug, right? Where we're on heroin, where everything just feels awesome. It's nice. Just keep buying. Everything's rising up, right? Nothing is wrong, right? Life seems great because we're under the influence of this drug. However, in reality, Things are getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's only a matter of time before you crash. Right. And it's going to be big and bad. And when this crash happens, here, here's the thing. Stocks are going to be at a discount. Right. The prices are going to get lower. I started my investment career right at the beginning, I guess, right before the Great Recession. I started about 2007, 2008 is when things started getting cheap, right? And it was pretty obvious. It, it do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. While everyone is panicking, right? You should be buying, right? And again, this goes off the emotions, right? We we get we we follow our emotions where they put all this fear in our brains on TV and whatnot of, oh, the market's crashing, get all your money out, do this, buy gold. <laughs> and we follow that because we're scared. But in reality, if the market is crashing and something that you valued, let's say at 
And we're talking about your blue chippers and you know not, not your 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 penny stocks, your risky stuff, but you know your Microsofts, your Amazon stuff like that. If you valued Microsoft at forty dollars a share, and Microsoft is now selling at twenty dollars a share, isn't the right move instead of just liquidate your entire position and run scared? Isn't it to buy more? We know that markets rebound. They always have. They always will. But we don't make that decision because of those emotions. And in trading, right, a little different than investing, but in trading, when a trader goes through a drawdown, the initial decision is to scrap the system. This system isn't working. Try something else. System hopping. Right? And what always happens when you hop systems? You jump into that new, fresh shiny system things are going well for a little bit and then eventually like any other system because it's natural it hits a period of drawdown and you start to lose money then what do you do you jump to the next system then you jump to the next system and you continue this consistent cycle of jumping from system to system to system never giving your system the chance to absorb that drawdown and bounce back stronger. I challenge you, for you guys that have done that, I challenge you to go back through your old system, do some historical testing through your old system and see what happened after that period of drawdown was over. See if you would have, right? If you would have kept trading that system, would you have made new equity highs? Now, Obviously, this is easier said than done. This is what a lot of you guys are saying. Akil, I know this, but like when, I, when I'm in the heat of the moment, it's tough. I'm going to draw down right now, guys. I had a very good start to this year. For you guys that follow me on YouTube, right? I did a video giving you a quarterly review. And I said, guys, I'm, I'm trading better than I should be. I've only traded. I, I took the month of January off. Not off, but we launched a new, um, we launched Tier 1 Trading, which is a new educational um, website. So we, <laughs> we, we gave ourselves four weeks to create five training courses and build a website from scratch and get all the behind the scenes business stuff going. So trading had to take a back seat. So between uh, February and March, had a, a very good couple of trading months. And the first quarter was great. Up around 20% hitting at about a 65% clip. Win percentage doesn't really matter, but to put it in perspective, I'm typically, I know myself, I know my system. When I'm hot and I'm rolling on fire, caliente, right? I'm around 65%. When I'm cold, when I'm not trading too good, I'm around 45%. So I, I keep track of those numbers, not because I really care about my win percentage, but to kind of gauge where I'm at. And when I can gauge where I'm at, it allows me to prepare for the future. We actually had a very good conversation slash argument, heated debate, let's call it that in the live room this morning about should you quit trading if you're outperforming your system? Not, not quit, but should you stop while you're ahead? Um, we'll probably discuss that in a future podcast if I haven't done so already. But you kind of prepared. And I was telling the traders I work with, hey, guys, I'm doing good, but you know what's coming. You know what's around the corner. That drawdown, because everything that goes up must go down. And it's okay 
right? As long as you're making new equity highs, as long as you're making higher highs and higher lows in your equity curve, it's okay. But I knew that drawdown was coming. And lo and behold, we get into April and not only do we get hit with two snowstorms here in the Atlantic region of the US of A, but I can't seem to win a trade to save my life. And it's an interesting period because, um, and again, if you're not following me on YouTube, you gotta follow me, I'm doing weekly videos. And I, the other day I shared a very interesting situation with uh, New Zealand dollar. And this pair, if it was, oh, I wanna choke this pair. This was a pair, I'll take you through, there were four trading opportunities. I caught both losers and I missed both winners. It was one where I caught a loser, there was a winner right behind it that came a few ticks before my entry, smiled at me in the face and ran around and hit big profits without me being involved. And then I got in the next trade after that and that trade ended up being a loser. And then there was another trade trade right after that. But guess who had a power outage on the same night that that trade completed? This guy. So I missed. A, <laughs> I caught both winners. I missed or I caught both losers. I missed two winners. That's the, the frustrating part. And then I've, I just I, I've been in a in a in a, a funk where I just can't win. And lo and behold, we, we, we come into the live trading room today and I actually had a trade hit about. 10 minutes ago, which is why I'm recording this now, and I get two winners. Now, these aren't two spectacular winners. These two winners don't make up for the other six losses that I've had to start the month. But I'll tell you what they do, comma, do. They make you feel good. They give you hope. They give you belief. It's very similar to a baseball player being in a slump where they, they just can't hit the ball to save their lives. And each time they go up to the plate and they get struck out, right, it just their confidence gets, gets chopped and chopped and chopped and chopped until they're a, a pile of nothing, right? Psychologically, they're a mess. You can do the same thing in basketball. I remember games where I just couldn't hit, couldn't hit the rim to save my life. I'm throwing up shots and I just miss and I miss and I'm like, man, I lost it. And one of the things that my coach always told me, when you're struggling, the best thing you can do is see the ball go through the hoop. So drive in, try to get an easy layup, get fouled, go to the, the foul line, get a free throw. But just seeing the ball go through the hoop just does a little bit to your confidence. It, it, you're not cursed. There's no imaginary barrier in front of the, the rim that appears every time you shoot the ball. And the same thing goes for trading. Find your best trade. What is your best trade? What is your go-to trade? Is it a pullback? Is it a pattern formation? 2618, doesn't matter what it is. Find your best trade and try to get some type of win. Now don't, don't sabotage yourself, don't force a win, right? This is a no early target taking zone, right? But get a win. And that win is just going to make you believe again, like, man, maybe I'm not cursed. And sometimes that is the little spark that you need to get rolling in the right direction, because we all know about the triangle, right? We all know about the belief cycle, belief, action, results, belief, actions, results. When you believe in yourself, you take the right actions. When you take the right actions, 
you start to see the right results. And when you start to see the right results, guess what happens? You believe in yourself even more. And the more you believe in yourself, the more you tend to take the right actions, the more you tend to take the right actions, the more of the right results you start to see. And that cycle just snowballs bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's exactly what you need as a trader. So drawdowns happen. I love sharing my drawdowns because I know the response. Wow, Akil, me too. It's great to hear a professional trader go through a drawdown. Confidence booster. I'm reading through the tweets right now. It's amazing. Because many of you traders are on an island by yourself. It's you. Your best friend doesn't know what you're doing. Your parents don't know what you're doing. The only community you have is, is some guy with a funny looking avatar, avatar on Twitter in a trading form. Big Pippin, right? And they don't care about you because all they're doing is showing you wins. They're not showing you reality. They're showing you what they want their trading to look like, not what the reality of trading is. So the best advice I can give you. Find a community of real traders, real transparent traders. And if you're a trader in our community, I'm not talking to the tier one community, but just like a, the social media community. Don't be afraid to share your experiences. Don't be afraid to tell people, man, I'm struggling. Because you're not going to get made fun of. You're going to get accepted, invited in. You're going to find another real trader that's going to share their story with you and give you some encouragement. And sometimes that's all you need to get the ball rolling. That's all you need to take that next trade that you know you should take, but you're on the fence about doing it because the last three were losers. Sometimes that little nudge, that little boost is all you need. And if someone tells you otherwise, if someone tries to make fun of you, they're not a real trader. Because I've never seen a real trader make fun of another struggling trader. Just like bullying, the only, only reason they do so is because something inside of them, something with their situation isn't right. And to make themselves feel better, they want to pick on you. So block them. Ignore them. Send them my way. Tell them to listen to what a real trader sounds like. Join a real trading community and help them. I hope this helps you. Remember gang, the only thing predictable about the markets is the fact that they are unpredictable. And if you can prepare yourself for that, you have a much better chance at surviving this trading game long term. Speaking of survival, it's important that you surround yourself with like-minded individuals. I'm not talking about traders that brag and boast about how great they are. I'm talking about real traders that can keep you up when your equity curve is down and keep you grounded when your equity curve is up. Hopefully, this Trading Coach podcast becomes that for you.